Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Happy New Year. Wow, officially into 2023. Hope you have had a restful break or if you're you're still on holiday, lap it up. Take the time to just recharge the batteries after a year where everyone I know felt so stressed and burnt out. In those last few weeks particularly, um, it's so important to just take the time out and reevaluate going into a new year, which is why I'm so excited about this episode. I'm joined by a friend of mine. Well, actually, we've never met in person, but we've talked so many times online and we always send each other voice messages. Bridget Patton is my guest. And in this episode, I want to talk with Bridget about how you can ground into your heart of your 2023 vision and really work out what you want to do and what you want to achieve and how you want to feel and just not these bloody throwaway resolutions that always end up being a nothing and <laughs> you get a few weeks into the year and you're like nah it's not happening so I want to get a few tips and tricks as to how we moving forward into 2023 can feel aligned with what we're working towards and feel really good about it and and not just throw it away after a few weeks and feel like we failed. So I hope you really get something out of this episode with Bridget Patton on the PJ Podcast. <laughs> well, a very, very warm welcome to the beautiful Bridget, Bids, B-Dog, B-Dizzle, B-Mama. <laughs> what do we go with these days? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, Sonny's mummy. Sonny's <gasps> mummy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been called mummy yet? Is he old enough? No, he's not old enough to call you mummy yet, is he? No, no. He started doing dead, 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 dead. Why, why oh, did I start with dead? I don't know, but I'm literally <laughs> like every second BJ's out the house, I'm like, mama, mama. Yes, yes, yes <laughs> me too, me too. But I, I know it's like going to be dead. Because we talk about, dad like our dad's home or yes. his dad or have a cuddle with dad so they're always hearing dad dad but i also think it must be one of the easier consonants that they start i've heard both of these justifications before do you think that's just a justification and really they just love their dads more yeah, <laughs> All right, Bridge, let's go back to when we first met. Now, I don't know if you'll remember this, but you very kindly sent me um, some clothes years ago <laughs> that said, B 
be more, do more, see more, or something to that effect. Is that what it said? Yeah, do more, do more, see more, be more. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get out. And and honestly, I remember you sent me that, and you were kind of in a real uh, phase of living life, right? Like just actually appreciating getting out there. And I think you had connected with my friend Caitlin and she was seeing you one-on-one and, um, and yeah, I remember really feeling motivated by you from a distance without even knowing you. And kind of since then we've had this weird friendship from afar, which has developed beautifully through spirituality and visualization and manifestation. And now we're both mums and heading into a new year, I thought it could be really cool to get you on and talk about visions and talking about that life that feels the most aligned for you. So when you were doing that, just quickly, let's go back to when you did do the be more, do more, see more, what kind of kick-started that whole thing? Yeah, oh my goodness. I love <laughs> I love that we've started there. I know. Completely forgotten about I that. know. I just remembered this morning. It's like a lifetime ago. So when I first started out coaching like coaching mm. I was really focused on goals yeah you know like um tangible what what does the client want let's bring that to life mm. and there were I had a wee sub sister business which was my clothing brand so my coaching business back in 2015 was gold diggers nz so right had so many people think it was so funny to call me gold diggers (laughs) and I'd even have people reach out to me in emails that wanted to do collaborations and stuff saying gold diggers nz you're like no (laughs) it's gold digger like oh my goodness if you can't even get my business name right anyway that's tangent um gold diggers funny and yeah that's where I started with coaching and I had this sister brand and business gdnz clothing Mm because gdnz was short for gold Gold Diggers. diggers and that was exactly how you described it some uh, awesome singlets and t-shirts with some logos on them so the slogan for gold diggers was do more see more be more and yeah it was just it was all about getting out there really making the most of life Mm. knowing how finite it is and gosh, the the clothing went wild. And there's still there's still times like friends and family will message me and be like, "Oh my goodness, I just saw someone with the OG GDNC clothing singlet on." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, yeah, they so were bloody cool. comfy actually. I liked the the cut of them. Yeah, oh, they're great for breastfeeding. I've been rocking my ones <laughs> breastfeeding. <laughs> so, yeah. was there like a moment in your life which provoked that? change that made you go okay it's time to live was was there something that happened to you or had you always kind of been like this I think I'd always been like that but where I I guess where I went off the if you want to say like mainstream path Mm. or kind of stopped doing what everyone else was doing was when I was teaching so I was a primary school teacher for two I did two years full-time and then I did some relief teaching I didn't know that did you not no yeah I went to Otago four years at Otago had a bachelor and a graduate diploma and then I actually didn't teach the first year out of uni because I was like (laughs) oh my goodness I'm 21 how can I how can I (laughs) when I can't even look after myself (laughs) yeah and educate 30 humans and what (laughs) and then the second year out of uni yeah, full-time into teaching and I loved it. I love 
kids so much always have mm. and just being with the kids and seeing them them light up when they were learning and I was at a really low decile school as well and it was just the most magical magical feeling having relationships with these kids where I was their safe mm. space to come to and obviously there's the polarity yeah. in that as well and loved being with the kids but just everything else and I'm sure there'll be teachers out there listening just everything else you know it, it really can be quite suffocating <laughs> and and hard and time consuming and energy depleting and you know I didn't know much about energy back then in mm. terms of I guess the spiritual side of things and absorbing energy and how my energy works and you protecting know, think, your energy as well yeah Especially when you're around so many other people. It's like even just going Christmas shopping. Oh, my God. (laughs) Going into shops. My mum is obviously very well. She's like, right, we must protect ourselves with a white light right now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I love your mum so much. But, yeah, honestly, looking back now, I was like, oh, my goodness. No wonder you end up so stressed and, and depleted and sick because you're you're absorbing so many children's yeah. energy and yeah it was I think it was halfway through that second year I was like oh my goodness I actually just I can't I can't was it for this. you and I think at that stage I the great thing with teaching is you can relieve and you know there's always the need for relief teachers so I had that in the back of my head and I'd done some study as well. I'd done a certificate in sports training and development. So kind of like a PT, but not a full PT yep. certificate. And I loved that. I did that through SIT down in Invercargill, in just by a distance. Cool. And have always been into health and wellness and holistic living. And I finished that and that was awesome. And I was like, oh, what else can I study? You know, I'm one of these people that is just Give me more. Yeah, absorbing new information, apart from not now. <laughs> I'm a mom now. I'm absorbing brain. nappies. My doesn't work. And spit up and milk. <laughs> <laughs> and this, I'd never, I'd never heard of coaching. So this was must have been back in 2014. And I was looking through the distance pamphlet and there was pro- professional, the a diploma in professional coaching and I read through it and I was like, well, this sounds so cool. All mm. about creating goals and supporting people to be living a life that feels really aligned for them. And there were a few different sub papers, you know, there was business coaching, life coaching. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember what the other two were. I think they were more around like the business career side of things. And you had to have a practice client for each paper. Yeah. And I had a friend for my life coaching paper and I was just like, I, like, we both just left the session feeling so lit up and excited because I could just see the dots aligning in her mind and her leaving being like, oh, I've actually got something to sink my teeth into that feels like the perfect fit for me because mm. it's based on what is coming up from her while I'm using these questions that I'm learning as I'm learning and, and moving through this diploma and gosh, it's crazy to think back then how it was just like, yeah, cool, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Because I feel like now I wouldn't do that. 
<laughs> but that's like- just life, right? Like that's just a beautiful yeah. hindsight. And yeah, you can be such a different person years on. But at that time, that was perfect. Yeah, and the last paper was creating your own coaching business. I was like, cool, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do this. Don't don't know anyone else who has a coaching business. You know, whenever you throw around the coach word back then, yeah, it was like a exercise coach, yeah, not a not a life coach or a you know holistic way of living coach. Yes, and now it almost feels like every second person on Instagram. Oh my gosh, is yeah. adopting that which. <laughs> kind of dilutes it a little bit that must be kind of frustrating goodness yeah there's definitely been a big boom in the coaching industry (laughs) yeah and actually at the moment it's kind of blowing up a little bit in terms of a lot of people who aren't doing it from a really grounded Mm. and integral way people kind of seeing beginning to see money through it yeah, it's, it's quite interesting having been in it for this long and just kind of noticing the trends that come up. And don't get me wrong, there's absolutely so many amazing coaches yeah, 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 yeah. out there who are very grounded in their work and are very ethical with their business practices. But there's definitely been a little bit of a trend of let's make six figures and yeah. let's get let's let's get this many clients. And it's been a lot about money and lifestyle as opposed to the clients and really supporting and seeing development yeah seeing development and fulfillment you know fulfillment is so important um do you think that comes from the real um tiktok instagram way mm. of living and there are just these short reels and videos where it's like want to make money and then you just see do this now and it's because I've seen so much of that and I'm like oh I could get I could get into that (laughs) but then then, yeah you you question the authenticity and you question the actual depth Mm. and also expertise behind these people Mm, yeah 100 percent yeah so back then no one knew what a coach was (laughs) I mean I still struggle to kind of articulate what I do and really do it justice but back then (laughs) my well it was gold diggers NZ so that was quite easy to share what I did because everyone knows what a goal yes it's tangible yeah it was quite easy to describe but still people were kind of like out the game that's a bit weird but that seems so mainstream now just a goal right that doesn't it it doesn't seem so mainstream too um too alternative so you did gold diggers and then more recently you have kind of got into um doing one-on-one coaching which I did some beautiful stuff with you and oh my god you do distance Reiki which I've always been a fan of Reiki and I always thought that doing it from afar you couldn't really feel it but my god when you Mm. put your magic on me from miles away, it was amazing. So can I say thank you so much? Because honestly, those sessions were divine. You're so <laughs> yes, I love distance. I almost love distance more than in person because you, it really removes like the human element. You know, you're not yeah. worrying about does my breath smell <laughs> or the person <laughs> on the the person on the bed isn't worrying about you know being comfortable or they're not thinking about what we're seeing or what we're doing. You mm. can be in your own space via distance and. You know, I send you through that beautiful playlist, so we're both plugged into the same so good. sounds. Can you do that again, music. or is that just not possible while you're being a new mum? <laughs> I had been doing a few sessions and loved loved them while I was doing them, but then afterwards, I was just like, man, it just takes so much energy. energy. Yeah. But in the new year, I will be doing doing a few a month. Yeah. 
And you have been focusing a lot lately on creating a vision for the new year. Now, mm. for me, for anyone listening, how do you create a vision board that is aligned to you? How do you really get into the nitty gritty? Mm. Oh my goodness, this is something <laughs> I have done for years. And and even thinking back to those first clients I worked with in Gold Diggers NZ, when mm. my business was called that, that's kind of where we started. We created a vision and I asked, I always ask the questions, how do you want your life to look and how do you want your life to feel? Mm. And that would be what the first session was back then. And they're both equally important, but especially, you know, feeling, how do you want your life to feel? So whenever I do any kind of visioning, whether it is for the year or whether it is, you know, visioning and calling in a new home. Mm. How do I want it to feel? Um, if I am visioning and feeling into how I, you know, like different areas of my life, so it might be my relationship with my partner, you know, we'll start with yeah. how do we want it to feel and yeah. then pull out the feelings and be like, okay, cool. So let's start doing this, this, and this, because that's going to allow us to start feeling whether it's more connected or more fulfilled or, you know, going on more adventures together and feeling that freedom, freedom of time. So feeling mm. is where I start with anything and encourage everyone, whether it's a vision for next year or you're creating a business even, how do you want it to feel? Because if we miss out that piece of the puzzle, then that's where we can end up feeling stressed or overwhelmed or we have goals and visions that aren't aligned with our truth. Mm -hmm. So feeling, feeling always comes first. And it's so important because uh, I suppose like people will be like, okay, well, I want to have this job. I want to earn this amount of money. They achieve that, but then they're really miserable. And mm. that is the missing piece. It's like, well, how do you want to feel in that? And But you're right, it is. Or else you just find that you're, you're following what looks good on paper. You mm. get to that destination and you're miserable. And then you're like, well, what else? But really it's like, is it the why? Is, is the why the really important part? Mm, yep, absolutely. So that was another part of working with my one-on-one -on -one clients is why. Yeah. Gosh, I love how we're really circling back to the OG style of coaching. <laughs> You're welcome. That I did. <laughs> oh my goodness. And is it all coming what? back? It is. And it's so awesome we're having this conversation because as I move into 2023 and get mm. back into business, I'm focusing on one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Not so much on the group programs. So this is reflect like great reflection as we're maybe speaking. I'm just bouncing back what you asked me back in the day <laughs> it's all coming yes, it's all coming full you, circle baby maybe you printed off all your emails and got all your notes out and you're like yeah <laughs> well another thing that you did with me and I think was it last year that I wrote it or the year before um for the first time where we do script writing and yes. you do that going into a new year and mm -hmm. that is powerful do you want to run through how you do a script as we head into a brand new year yeah, cool. Yeah, that was that was last year. Was that last year? Honestly, I feel like <laughs> when you blended. are pregnant and then you have a baby, you do not know what year is what. So what I might do before I describe script writing, yeah. I might just go back to the vision briefly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they cool. go hand in hand. Yeah, perfect. So when you're creating a vision, and we'll focus on the new year in 2023, it really is thinking about an overview of how you want your year to feel, 
And that word vision, you know, you, you begin visualizing it. So you might like to close down your eyes and actually start picturing, okay, what, what, like, what do I want to see myself doing next year? Is it more adventures? Is it more weekends away? Is it picking up some hobbies and some interests like learning the guitar or you know for me I have bought myself a film camera which I'm so excited about I have no idea about photography <laughs> no but you idea. will you will in a year <laughs> and I've honed through two <laughs> film roles in the last week and need you? to get them off and get them developed and just make sure I know that they're actually taking photos that are <laughs> legit <laughs> how did you feel in that moment when you're actually out there taking photos it is so amazing mm. and you're just so present with it it's funny because when I get my partner to take photos of me and Sunny and Bubba I'm always like to take like take heaps because I don't know if it's just I don't I don't know anyone else can resonate but honestly he usually has to take about 50 before there's like a good one in there <laughs> yes I I definitely resonate <laughs> oh my god the bags under the eyes are real yeah. and so yeah, on the phone, I'm like, take heaps, take heaps, take heaps. Usually we find one or two that that's pretty good. And then while we were away for our first family holiday, can you take one of me and Sonny on the camera? And he gets the camera and just starts going, click, click, click. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 precious film. <laughs> we're paying for this, babe. <laughs> do you know how much a roll film costs? Do you, do you no, know? Do you no. Oh, um. I hate playing this game because then I always like, you know, when you, you shoot too high and then it makes the other person feel shit. And they're like, oh, yeah, that is what it is. I don't know, 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. Oh. And there's, I think there's 27 photos. It's a lot. And then, top, and then on top of that, you obviously pay to get it developed and scanned. And I just think back, you know, I remember back home on one of our wee shopping lanes this little camera shop that we used to go to and drop the film in when we were kids. And yes. surely it costs like $5 for a roll of film and $10 yeah. to get them developed or something. But isn't that so interesting just that in itself, how intentional you have to be with that because of the price attached to it. Mm. And it makes you think of how unintentional and unconscious we are with taking photos. Cause you just think you've got an unlimited amount. It, it'll be interesting to see how your perspective changes and shifts when you do kind of transfer to that yeah oh gosh and I'm all about and this is part of my vision for next year really stripping things back and I know some people love technology and you know they can't wait for the metaverse and they can really see the positives of the way kind of things are moving mm. and I can totally see some of the positives mm. as well at the same time, I feel like there's so many people who are like, nah, let's get back to our roots and simplicity and slow living and back to living in alignment with Mother Nature, being more present and intentional. And film photography, I feel, is mm. really going to be that exhale and that breath of fresh air for me and a lot of people. And, you know, that's why film can be that expensive because there is the desire for it at the moment because people are wanting to go back. Yeah, and have you found that that has really come to the surface since being a mum? Because I have. I just feel like society and motherhood just clash right now and it's almost like it. we're just set up to fail in a way. 
And it's like, you have to do this, this, this. Everyone's trying to keep these balls up in the air. And in the meantime, they're just crashing and burning out. And it's just impossible. And it's, you know, I often think about it takes a village to raise a child and the importance of community. And man, it's so true. It really is. We can't do it all. And it's amazing that people are trying to do it all, but Mm. we're not supposed to do it all. Mm. No, yeah, this is something that I've been speaking about for months and really, really feeling. And before having Sunny, you know, even while I was pregnant, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to keep working. Mm. Like, And my mum and my sister both are... I don't like saying full-time mums. How do you describe it? Yeah, you know, well, they're, they're at home. Yeah. They're at home. Um, with the ch- children all day. With the children, the homemakers, you know, yeah. the nurturers and the nourishers of the family. Doing the food, doing the washing. Yeah. Keeping the house I've, alive. Yes. <laughs> and, like, yeah, I, I don't know what, what it was. I think I guess because I had my own business and I did things quite differently, you know, almost like the black sheep of the family a little bit. And I was always like, I oh, mean, it's never going to be me. Like mm-hmm. I have no desire to be with our babies and, and be home and have nothing kind of outside of that. Mm. Because of the and, pressure. There's so much pressure. Yeah, but oh, my goodness. As soon as he was here, mm. I was like, I don't want to work. Mm. I was like, I just want to be with him. I I don't want to have to go away and do two hours And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about, oh, is he okay? Does he need fed? Because that's what I was really finding. I think at about two months postpartum, I got back into a little bit of work. And I had a couple of one-on-one clients who were my dream clients. I'd I'd worked with them before in group programs. So I knew it would be really fun to have, have them on board. And a couple of monthly calls in my membership. And I loved, I loved being there on the calls but it was everything else in between that you have to be doing to run your business that was really draining me and taking up my time where I wanted to be present with with our wee man and yeah I just started thinking I was just like oh I'd love to be with him full time like I like it was just like this switch Mm -hmm. of okay actually no Working on my business isn't important in this season of my life, mm-hmm. but being with him. Yes, and it, it's so interesting how it kind of gets depicted as almost a secondary thing, taking care of a kid. Mm. It's like you do that and, well, you get the kid, but actually you're keeping a child alive. You're raising them in this world. This world needs strong little leaders, incredible humans, mm. and that surely is so just as important as doing a job if not more important mm, and it's yeah. and it's the shame because I feel exactly the same you know I'm, I'm still working out this whole thing mm. and I think it's very much an ego um <laughs> an ego thing which which pops its head it rears its head and it's like well you're going to be relevant you're going to be relevant if you stay out of this mm. um so parts of me are you know I'd love to just completely fall back but then I don't know. I'm not sure if that's entirely right for me and I mm. and I'm still working it out, but it is just an absolute dance. And people talk mm. about, you know, nailing that mother work life mm. balance and it's just I don't know if you ever get it right or like mm. if you ever feel like you get it right. Mm. Everyone's trying their best. Yeah. And I guess everyone just has to has to do what works for them. 
Mm, 100%. That's that's it. You know, coming back to your family unit, you know, for example, I was did have one-on-one clients, finished up with them in November. Yeah, November. And my partner had started this new business and it just freaking took off. Mm-hmm. You know, he had more inquiries than we were expecting and I just launched this new group program called Forest and I was so excited about it and I had a couple of women sign up you know almost straight away and my partner came home from work one day and I was really flustered I was like man I can't I can't be creating this new program sharing it online writing emails you know I can't I can't be working and being with Sunny Mm all time while you are away before we get up and after we've after getting home after he's gone to bed and he was like well why don't you just cancel the forest and finish up working for now until things slow down how did that feel when he said that I was like am I allowed to swear yeah yeah definitely (laughs) why do I have to be the one that has to sacrifice (laughs) that was my initial reaction I was like what like it was so strange because I'd been I'd been wanting to do that I'd been saying to him I'd been saying I don't want to be working I just want to be with Sunny and then this opportunity (laughs) popped up and I was like what how dare you (laughs) no and then a few days of him you know having these big days and me really trying to do the forest justice I was like physically can't hold Mm. the space for Sunny to be a present mom to be sorting out the house and nourishing the family. Because one of them and, was going to suffer in the end. And I was like, okay, cool. Let, like, let's let's do this. And it's just a season. You know, it's not yeah. forever because things will slow down from come February. And as much as I'm missing being in my business and working with clients, I'm, I just, oh my gosh, I just love Sunny so <laughs> much. You know, it's that type of love that yeah. explodes out of your body. Like your physical body can't hold it. It consumes you. <laughs> I just look at him all the time and yeah. start crying because <laughs> my physical body literally can't hold the love I have for him. Yeah. And, you know, I know that it's not everybody's reality as well, yeah. you know, as yeah. we're having this conversation. Mm. You know, not everyone can be living on one one income, income yeah. and the mum be at home with 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 the kids. So for now, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm loving it. And we have our own little routine throughout the day. And it's almost like when my partner is home now, <laughs> he's like messing up everything. <laughs> Get out, Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> like I've got this, I've got this, we've got this. Um That's yeah, really gosh. cool, Bridge. That's really cool. And I, I'm so proud of you because you have probably had to do a lot of surrendering to be there. I know that wouldn't have been the easiest jump to get there, even if it's not like a permanent decision. It takes a lot of surrendering mm. to to do what you're doing. So I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy for little Sunny. <laughs> um, and looking ahead to the year ahead, like what have you got for your vision? Yeah, coming back to... <laughs> We've gone on a little tangent. We have. I knew we'd do. I knew we would. We can get back to visioning and scripting. Yeah. But my vision for next year is, yeah, really slowing things down. And a lot of, hmm, how do I describe them? Like tangible hobbies and interests. So I'd love to learn the guitar. 
or maybe the ukulele. Do you play the ukulele? Um, no, uh, my mum played the guitar for years and she taught me when I was really young, but I like literally can not do much. I played the bass in a band um, and our band spying on Joe at high school. I schlopping a bit, schlopping a bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I haven't played in a while. Pri- piano was like my primary intr- instrument. Oh my goodness. Mm. Of course you were a musical gal. I love it. And that is something I want to come back to as well. Mm. But I don't know if I'm right there yet. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Also in saying that I have this vision to be doing all these things. (laughs) And then my brain's like, um, when are you going to have time to actually have time? (laughs) Like undisturbed time for yourself. But it's okay. I mean, Sunny can jam out on the ukulele. Yeah, exactly. Um, Learning to sew is also on there. I love that started learning a couple of years ago and then obviously pregnancy postpartum haven't been out in the water for so long but my vision is really around family adventures mm-hmm. going out on adventures I feel as though lockdowns have subconsciously suffocated us, us. A little bit, yeah unsafe <laughs> in terms of exploring mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. and the the two nights we had away up in Paia this week that was the first time we had gone and stayed somewhere in almost like two years. Wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And you take that stuff for granted, eh? Like when we literally couldn't go anywhere, mm. you're like, oh, wow. Like this free movement of going away with ease, we that was so special. <laughs> and now, you're right, now things are back to normal. It's like, well, are we completely taking advantage of that again? Mm. Yes. So beach, yeah, that's a big one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How do you you know how you said that. I don't know if realistically I'm going to be able to do all this stuff. How do you kind of work those two? Like the actual reality of being able to do stuff. Do you kind of, do you even factor that in or do you just let the feeling take over and that will guide you there? Great question. Thanks. So when it comes to creating a vision, it really is the kind of overall what's true for you, what's in your heart, how do you want the year to be feeling, you know, what do you want your days to be looking like? And then from there, I mean, you like that, that is ultimately enough because by the time you have your vision and a script, that anchors you into that vision, whether you are looking at a vision board subconsciously as you walk past it or you're spending time with it every morning, same with your script, if you're listening to it or reading over it, then you are subconsciously kind of picking up and reprogramming your brain to be believing and beginning to bring 
it to life and it doesn't necessarily need to specifically you don't specifically need to know how yeah yeah but like the pathway you, yeah but if you do want to go above and beyond you know I love doing a monthly reflection where you actually check in with it and see how you're doing and you know, reflect on the month that's been and you know just really easy questions nothing has to be overcomplicated. and I think sometimes when we think of a new year it can be really daunting, daunting because we overcomplicate it in our brain but it literally can be you can sit down and you can write down how do I want my year to feel and how do I want my year to look and just brainstorm pen to paper see what comes up jump onto Pinterest choose some images create a vision board and then if you wanted to write a script so a script is written in present tense as in at the end of the year so it would be it is the 31st of December, 2023. That is it. You got it. <laughs> and you would plonk yourself there in that timeline at the end of next year. And you write exactly what happened and how it felt. And you kind of move through the different areas of your life and write what happened and, and include lots of those feeling-based words you know like I'm feeling so proud of myself or my relationship is feeling really fulfilled um, I remember you saying get really specific like really yeah. hone in on that yeah get really specific another awesome thing you can do is put in like contrasting moments so for example it might be um I used to feel I used to wake up and feel really anxious and scattered in the morning but now I feel really grounded and calm because I have started practices that really support my mental and emotional and energetic health so you're kind of contrasting between how things were Mm -hmm. and then how you really want them to be feeling towards the end of the year I'm trying to remember because you're doing it on like say the 31st of December you're looking back are you writing it as past tense I'm trying to remember the actual way you're supposed to word it yes 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 so it's like the year started off with a bang when I got this promotion and I felt great (laughs) bad example bad example but (laughs) (laughs) so sorry I think I've confused you and probably everyone listening so the first paragraph is present tense so you might be like it is the 31st of December 2023 and I am sitting at my batch in Mangafai looking out to the sunset with my partner and we've just shared a platter like you kind of really set the scene for Mm -hmm. where you're at at the end of the year Mm -hmm. and then you kind of get in and go back and reflect on how the year was yes and yeah no it does and you can write that so in January blah 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 this happened and then you go into the past tense correct Gotcha. Yeah. Just a bit of a refresher. I have done it, but I was just remembering exactly how um, I actually phrased it. But that was so powerful and so cool to come back to and and just check in on. And like, I would start ticking things off and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It is one of the best tools. Visioning, and you can do it for everything as well. You know, Mm. scripting, if you, for example, being a business owner, I do it a lot for my business my business growth my business vision for uh, a season or um quarter of the year on what it was that I wanted to be bringing to life whether it was my podcast or um a money target that I wanted to reach in my business or 
how I wanted to be feeling at the end of a, a season. Yeah, gosh, it's amazing. And and you do it once and then it's done and yeah. you can just read over it and come back to it. What if what if people along the way want to modify parts of the script? You can totally do that, can you? Yes. Yes, you can. And that was actually one of my tips for, for my five tips I'm going to share at some, some stage. We'll get into very soon to wrap up the chat um, with some tips to go into the year. But um, just quickly on the vision board and, and the script, how often would you recommend people look at them? And when it comes to vision boards, do you think images on your phone are just as powerful? Good questions. Gosh, you're so Thanks. good at this. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is so dead. I know we're we're doing well, aren't we? We're doing well. We're doing well. So the images on phones, yes, absolutely. So my ground into the heart of your 2023 vision workshop, we created our vision boards online. So they were digital. We did one for the background of our laptop and one for our phone as well. And then, of course, when you do it in Canva or online, you can print that off. Cool. Too. So you can okay. have one in, in, in the flesh, a tangible physical one. Absolutely. It's if if you are on your laptop and you're looking at your phone, which you know, when you freaking check your stats on your phone, we're picking it up like 81 times a day or something yeah. ridiculous, right? <laughs> How many times is that <laughs> going to be going into your subconscious every time you see those images? Yes. yes. And that is how it kind of works. You know, you asked how often. So a vision board it can fit in with however you do things. You mm-hmm. know, some of your listeners will have a beautiful morning practice that they might want to add it into where they just look at it and they might pull out an image and that might be their focus for the week. Other listeners, other people <clears throat> might just have it somewhere, sitting up somewhere, whether it's in their bedroom or in their office. And you might just glance at it every now and again and not even be doing that consciously. It might mm. just be a subconscious taking it in your brain's looking at these images and thinking oh cool that's that's remembering that that's what you're choosing that's what you're wanting for your year that's how you want to be feeling and with the script same again you can have it there knowing that it's an anchor for you regardless of whether you are reading over it or not or you might check in with it every morning one thing that I share with my clients is to actually voice record it read it out avoid do a voice recording okay I get into your ear holes maybe after you after you do a midi in the morning or you can listen to it at night. Or if you go for a walk. Yeah, while you're on a wee walk. And that that's really supportive as well to, oh. to get it in there because our subconscious freaking runs 95% of our experience in life. And I think really? I know I forget that. Yeah, 95%. 95%. Only 5% of our thoughts are conscious. Are we consciously choosing and everything else happening in the background is on autopilot and that oh my is God. yeah and that is why scripting and writing a vision is so important because we're actually getting to choose mm. what our thoughts are and we're choosing what our beliefs are and we're choosing what it is we want to create as opposed to just kind of going through the motions and, and rolling with what's coming up we're yeah. there in the driver's seat and you're choosing. rewiring your brain in the process aren't you Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I've always kind of not done a vision board because I don't know how to do it. So technically, well, I mean, like obviously you can do like the literal cut out of magazines, which I kind of always was like, too much effort. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then there's the Canva app, but can you do the Canva app for free just if people are listening? Yes. Oh, you can. Okay, cool. Account. Okay. Awesome. 
All right, well, let's wrap this up with five tips that you've got for actually grounding into that vision, which is aligned to you as we head into the new year. Amazing. Okay. Some of them might we might have already touched on yep. because you're so good at asking questions, DJ. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so five tips for grounding into a vision aligned to you. And, you know, if you're taking anything away from this, just remember the importance of choosing a vision that comes from your heart and comes from your values. How do you know so, that? Yeah, how do you know that? Um, these tips will support you to be doing Perfect. that. <laughs> so the first tip is getting clear on what season of life you are in and then creating your vision according to that. You know, for example, PJ and I have both been in the season of pregnancy and postpartum. So, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have been creating a vision of, <clears throat> excuse me, traveling the world or squatting 100 kgs mm. or you know, it's been very focused on nourishing and slowing down and looking after a physical body with the foods we've been eating, lots of space in our days. So really check in with what season of life you're in. You know, maybe maybe it is a season of fun. Maybe you don't have many responsibilities, but mm. you're thinking about buying a house or you're thinking about, you know, starting a family and maybe next year is a season of fun and adventure mm. before, before that next season that you know is coming. Or maybe it's a season of financial goals for you. Maybe you have some really big financial money goals and that can really help guide guide your vision. So that first one, what season of life are you in? I love and that. Just, I love yeah. thinking of it as seasons because it makes things least permanent. <laughs> you know, when yeah. things are really hard and you're like, how am I going to do this forever? It is a season of your life. And like anything, it is not permanent. It's temporary. Mm. It's also really important to reflect on that and acknowledge that when it comes to comparison yes, as well, because it can be so easy to see someone else, you know, growing their business, for mm -hmm. example. Right now, my business is, you know, it's it's a skeleton of my business at the moment. I'm tapping in and doing just the bare minimum admin to keep it kind of turning. And it could be so easy for me to jump on Instagram and be like, oh my goodness, my friend who runs a similar business, she's like releasing a new program every mm -hmm. week and has all these clients. And it could be so easy for my brain to be like, man, Bridget, you're not doing enough. You need to get back in the game. Guilty. Knowing, yeah, knowing the season that I'm in, it's just like this relief. Like, oh, that's that's not what I'm meant to be doing right now. You know, that might be part of 2023 for me. Mm. But yeah, knowing your season, getting really clear on that before creating a vision. I love that. Number two is what are your values and what does success mean to you? Oh, mm. oh, that's a biggie. That's mm. huge. Again, helps you ground into what's true for you as opposed to, you know, the default, the default definition of success, which mm -hmm. is money, family, money, career, um, working your butt off, perhaps having lots of material things, mm -hmm. maybe, you know, that being might good be looking. <laughs> not, <Yeah>. not that <laughs> that's have a six pack. <laughs> well, for some people it might be, you know, yes, but it's so true. Like going, what does it actually mean to you? And if those yeah. things do mean success to oh, you, yeah, that's fine. Course. That's fine. 100%. But ensuring that it comes most, from you. Yeah. The most important part is, is that you've actually sat down and you've thought about it and you've been intentional around what success means to you you know for for me success means that I have space in my day 
and that I can do things slowly, that I'm not rushing. Success for me is even a really regulated nervous system. Mm. I feel like if I've had a day where I can go to bed and I feel, I don't feel any stress or tension in my body and can close my eyes and fall asleep because I'm not thinking or overthinking like that to me is success. success. I'm really proud of myself if, yes. if my nervous system is regulated at the end of the day, um, which can be really challenging mm-hmm. being a and doing yes. it solo while your partner's um, away working. So also at the same time, it's not judging myself if that's not. Yes. But when you do crack it, like, and when you, yeah. and when you do go to sleep and you're in that mind, in that mind frame and you're relaxed, you're like, okay, this is a good day. Mm-hmm. We've done well. Yes. And, and same with your values, you know, that's part of tip number two as well checking in with your values you know for, for me family is a big big value and perhaps hasn't been a big value um or or you know top five for a long time mm. and now that we have a baby and we are our own little family unit everything changes one. Yeah. yeah and even with um like even with christmas it's so interesting how you know, I haven't been a big Christmas person <laughs> since since leaving home. Yeah. You know, since not being around my family, being around my parents. And now it's it's really interesting because it's almost like this pressure to be doing something because we have a baby. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, again, it's bringing in that intention. And I'm like, okay, whew, like pull pull it back. Yep. What do we want our traditions yes, to be? Yes, yes. I've family? seen so much of this um, actually being talked about mm-hmm. online, just being really intentional about what you want to start and and the yeah. reason why you're mm-hmm. starting it and where is that coming from. Yes. Because yes. there's more and more things just popping up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, my God, like if times are tough financially. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. And to keep up yeah. with all of these trends just because you look like you're fitting in and you're being a good mum, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And with the six month old, he'll be seven months come Christmas time. It's like you're buying them so much anyway because they're changing <laughs> clothes sizing every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or they're needing a high chair because they're starting solids. Yes. And I'm, I know that it must be so easy to go overboard. Yeah. But yeah, yeah a, a, another value, you know, with that family is simplicity and, and slow living and intentional living. So something to think about. Obviously, when your listeners have this in their ear holes, we'll be past that um Chrissy period. Christmas, Christmas period. But, but even you know, for anything. Yeah. Any kind of holidays or traditions or you know, just really thinking about okay, what's always been done and then stopping. And feeling into it and okay does this feel right for me does this feel right for my family and what could it look like for us moving forwards yeah i love that that's so important so number three which you mentioned and touched on before is know that your vision can change it's not set in stone it is very fluid you Mm -hmm. can cross things out of your script you can take things off your vision board and for example my vision I think it was last year. It might have been the year before. Oh, my goodness, again, the years are all <laughs> Anyway, sometime script. in the last couple of years. <laughs> part of my script, <laughs> I had a big a big part of it was about the home that we were calling in, knowing that we were going to consciously conceive and be in that period of having a baby. And in my script, we were I wrote down about buying a section and buying a property and 
it didn't manifest that way we're renting which we're more than happy to be renting yeah and just knowing that when as you write things down they might not come through specifically as you've intended but the broader vision will be that you know for example everything that I wrote down about the home Mm -hmm. was there Mm -hmm. you know lots of windows and natural light veggie garden lots of space quiet um, room for a pup Nami to be running around you know actually feels feels like home yes and the feeling the feeling has been achieved yes yeah that is it Mm -hmm. it. love it number four is put your blinkers on and unplug and disconnect for a few days while you start feeling into your vision. And that's really important so that you're not picking up and your subconscious isn't picking up what you're seeing on Instagram, what your friends are doing and talking about, <laughs> what your family's doing and talking about. It's it's really nice. I mean, I do this regularly anyway to, you know, delete Instagram or whatever other apps you use off your phone and just be in your own energy. And, you know, if you have a family, your family's, energy for a few days get out into nature like really unplug and it's amazing when you do that how much space you free up in your mind Mm -hmm. and in your body and and what starts dropping in so that's tip number four you know if if this visioning and choosing what you want your 2023 to be feels really exciting for you and you want to supercharge it take some time disconnect and then sit down and plug into what you want your week, what you want your year to look like and and feel like. And it's almost like you're cleaning the energy, you're cleaning the slate before you're actually choosing. Yeah, you're making space. Mm. I love that. And it, would you recommend reading the script to other people? How important is that to immortalize it and bring it to life? Or is it something you should keep to yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Again, totally individual. I'm yeah. always, always about do what feels really good for you because for some people for some people it might be a little bit uncomfortable it might be like but it might be uncomfortable in the way that it's you're meeting your edge yeah you know so maybe sharing it with your partner feels a wee bit vulnerable yeah but also you're like I actually really want to do that because I want him to know how how I'm feeling and that might be really really nice and for some other people, it might just be like, you might feel it in your body. It might be like a heck no, like, no, this is so personal and intimate to me. I don't, I really don't want to share this with anyone. So again, feeling into how it feels for you to be, for you to be sharing. I mean, I, th- I think it is really powerful to share with others. Yeah. And speaking it out loud too is yeah. that next, next layer of declaring it, you know, actually speaking it out loud you know taking it from paper to voicing it and there's so much power in our voice mm. as well and in our throat chakra too so yeah if it feels good go for it if you don't want to share with anyone else you can always record it too and that is that's still that same energy of declaring it speaking it out loud but no one else has to hear it could you sing it <laughs> today it is the 31st of december 2023 you, you could sing it <laughs> I'm just saying if you're a musical person and that's your kind of jazz. Yes, you know. Absolutely. But don't don't feel like you have to. Just putting it out there. <laughs> but it's like, stop ruining my five tips. <laughs> have we gone through them all? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Is that um, that was uh, that the fifth tip? No, we've got one more. Oh, one more. Okay. I'll be expecting your script <laughs> sent to me via voice 
voice message by the end of Jan. <laughs> Shit. All right, done. I'll do it in rap form. I reckon I can nail it with a rap. Maybe it could be the follow-up podcast episode. Maybe. Oh, that would be really, oh, gosh, that'd be quite a vulnerable um, episode if I shared that, wouldn't it? Yeah, but if you sung it, it would it would just make it a little bit more lighter and a bit more fun. Maybe we do that. <laughs> I don't know if anyone would want to turn into that. We could, we could do that. Let's okay. do that. Okay, what is the fifth and final tip okay. for grounding number, into your vision? Number five is what would make you so proud of yourself? So coming back to that feeling of being really proud, it's something that, I sit with a lot is what what would make me feel really proud of myself whether it is how I mother a baba or how I am creating my business or you know even when I sit down to work with the one-on-one client or even for this podcast you know okay how do I want to be feeling at the end of it so that I'm feeling really proud yeah 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 I love that Tip number five, really thinking about what's going to have you feeling really proud of yourself. Oh my gosh, I, I want to go do this like now. I've, I've literally been writing all these notes, okay? How do I want my year to feel? And also just when you're talking about um, the reflection at the end of the month, you said that can be so mm. simple. Mm. What kind of questions do you find really good gentle guides? Mm. It could be as simple as what felt really aligned or really good yeah. this month. Um, what about misaligned or what felt like I didn't put as much energy and focus into that I wished I had it could be as simple as those two you know like okay what felt really good and what needs some more love and attention coming into the next month because it's simple yes and and because with relationships, often people recommend doing check-ins. And so mm-hmm. I've tried to suggest this to BJ, who's quite a yeah, stoic farmer, um, <laughs> which can be quite interesting. But actually, he has been open to it. He's like, right, once a month, Amazing. once a month, we can do that. And the most important part is to listen, which for me, I've realised actually is a flaw of mine that I do mm-hmm. jump out and I do into interject a little bit. So listening is the most important part so you can actually feel like you're heard. Mm, oh, my goodness. Yeah, relationship check-in is so key. You and know? even those questions that you used just there, like what felt aligned and what didn't feel aligned, you know, what yeah. what worked this month, what didn't, what annoyed yeah. you, what worked well. Yeah. And now that you've said that, question number three, <laughs> which could be for a relationship check-in yeah. or just the end-of-month check-in, so if you're over speaking with your partner, it might be the question of what do you need to feel supported? So you'd be Ooh. asking them that, yep. but then also they'd be asking you that back. You know, what do you need to feel supported? And then you can do that with your solo monthly check-in too. You know, what do I need to feel supported? Moving so powerful, that question. Mm, yeah, because we can we can write all the visions and all the goals and do all the reflections, but if we're not actually looking at what we need to be feeling supported and nourished, we just end up stressed and our nervous system ends up on edge mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And that ain't good. That ain't good for nobody. No, it's not. It's especially not good when you have a baby and you <laughs> like share a nervous system. So yes. as soon as you're stressed out, they, they feel are. it. And I, I feel like that's one of the most important things as a mother, <sighs> staying grounded you know, really nourishing yourself and and being able to know how to regulate your nervous system mm. so that when they're upset, you can help them regulate themselves. I'm going to ask 
to pick your brain again, what would be the quickest ways to regulate your nervous system? <laughs> if people are like, oh, oh, I'm not doing this. Like, what should yeah. I be doing? Yeah. It really depends on where you're at, you know, how far you're at on your journey and, and how, yeah, if, you, if you're just starting, it might be, and again, depends if your partner's home or not too. And if you've got any, any help, um, it can be as simple as just taking a couple of deep breaths, resetting, give yourself, giving yourself a little pep talk. If it's in one of those really high energy, baby stressed out, crying. Yeah. Sometimes I'll give myself a pep talk while I'm kind of cuddling him or deep exhales. Sighing oh. is really good for your, for your nervous system. Yeah. Yep. I'll quite often just while I'm holding him. And then if you do have time and I mean, obviously not everyone listening has a bubba. So it could be having time in Mother Nature, yeah. and you'll be a feed on the earth. You know, just these really basic things mm. that I feel like get a little bit overlooked because they're so simple. Yes. Do you know what? I, I've found really simple things since being a mum have, oh my God, felt like heaven. Mm. Like doing yoga the other day for the first yeah. time in ages. Something I used to take for granted, but now my body is craving it and it feels like an old creaky woman. I'm like, oh my God, that is like the juiciest hug. And it's so simple. Like I was literally just doing a few stretches and, um, and even just like sniffing my essential oil, you know, I used to take that stuff for granted. And now I'm like, oh my God, like those moments and they don't take up much time, but they can really reset you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how pre-baby, you know, my non-negotiables in the day were like meditation, journaling. <laughs> yep. Whereas now, like you said, it's my physical body. Mm -hmm. Like one thing I make sure I'm doing every day is moving, moving my body, whether it is yoga or a little 20 minute workout, love the keep it cleaner yeah. app, which I know you've used before. Um, but I also feel like a lot of people are coming back to their physical body and are coming back to movement and are coming back to the foundational health and well-being that is nutrition and nourishment mm. and and yeah, that physical health, which is really cool cool to see oh, I just want to prioritize my health in the new year like we are nothing without it and I think mm. I, I just feel like everyone's been sick everyone every I, I've just talked to so many people who know unwell people and it's like mm. without your health you are mm. nothing and I think my health has definitely slipped through the cracks of it becoming a new mum you know I just especially when I was pregnant I I craved shitty food <laughs> and I uh, you know my exercise routine has certainly been sacrificed and you know, a lot of things that used to make me feel good, I just haven't been doing. So in the new year, it's like, there's no excuses because mm. if you don't spend time on your wellness, you will be forced to spend time on your illness. And mm. I always remember that. Yes. So that's going to be part of my vision in the new year. There's a little sneak peek. But also remember your season. You're exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be realistic. Yes. And kind yes. on yourself. Absolutely. Well, Bridget, I have taken up a lot of your time. I know Sonny's on an adventure. He's probably back. But um, I really, really appreciate you joining me and sharing your wisdom for grounding into a brand new vision for a brand new year. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so <laughs> glad my brain switched on and I actually made some sense. <laughs> I really love the idea of taking up surfing and playing guitar this year, but I just don't know if that's my season. I, d I don't know if that's going to happen this year. <laughs> love the idea of surfing though I've always said I'd love to be a surfy chick and I think one day it's going to happen but I just don't think 
2023 is the year. <laughs> um, if you liked listening to Bridget and you thought, oh my God, maybe I could actually do with a bit of zhuzhing up and resetting for the year and getting really clear on what it is that feels true to you and that feels aligned for you. Bridget does do uh, one-on-one coaching and mentoring sessions um, and she is actually running a course to help you get set up for the year ahead. Um, so if you want to work with Bridge um, on her own or in a kind of group setting, you can head along to her website. I've put the link in the show notes and um, go check her out. She's such a lovely human. I have a lot of time for her. And I hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and leave a review and have a great rest of your week. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.